What is up guys, Zach in here, and in today's video, we're going to break down the top 10 lead generation strategies. I'm going to share exactly how to get leads fast in your wholesaling real estate business, and we're just going to break down how to generate leads. So these are my top 10 lead generation, basically strategies, tactics, marketing ways, like whatever you want to call them. I'm going to break it down all today. I'm excited. I'm ready to share because I'm ready to give the value to the people and show wholesaling real estate, the entire industry absolutely for free. So guys, do me a big favor. If you get any value from this video, smash that like button, subscribe to the most free value in wholesaling real estate. And let's break it down. Let's talk about wholesaling real estate, real estate today. Uh, we're going to break down exactly how to get leads fast. And this is going to be really exciting. I, I always loved lead generation because it's one of the biggest crew. It's one of the most crucial ways in wholesaling real estate for you to get deals, get that pipeline full. And even when it comes to like being a beginner and scaling, generating leads, like that's going to be your bottleneck of your business and in the industry generally. So this is going to be a really important one. This is like all your excuses for, oh, I can't generate leads. It's going to be eliminated today because we're going to break it all down. So guys, if you get any value, smash the like button and subscribe. And I'm telling you guys, we are giving all the value today in wholesaling real estate. We're giving the entire game away. Like literally this channel is giving the entire game away. So guys, if you're ready to go, Pray to learn exactly how to generate some leads. You got to get out of bed. You got to get going. Guys, it's wholesaling time. Woo! Get the fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. Get up, get up, and they got going Wake up, bitch, get up. Get up, get up, get up. Get up. Get up. Let's get it today. I'm ready. I feel the energy in the room today. I am ready. People are ready to go out, get some leads today. I feel like so many people, they struggle getting leads because market saturation, they don't know what to do. They, they, a lot of people actually out here, they get the wrong, like, they do a lot wrong type of lead generations for the market and really want to eliminate a lot of it. Guys, a lot of you guys know what my favorite stuff is and I'm ready to share exactly how to get it going. I'm ready to go. David says it's time. I love seeing it. Um, love it. Florida man intro guys. This is awesome guys. I love it. Guys always show the love in the comments. Uh, this is a live show, so this is not recorded. This is always a live show. So you can always hop on join it. You guys are the show. Uh, so hop on, talk to me. I'm ready to go. So guys, let's talk about that really quick. Well, let's break down my top 10 lead generation strategies. I'm telling you, I'm going to give it all out for free today because that's what I do. I love teaching people how to get leads fast, how to get it quick, and really, what are my top ones? So let's break down my top 10. So let's kind of start off number one here. Like, I mean, number 10, from 10 to one, like ranking-wise. Like number 10 for lead generation strategies, I would say for this year, is going to be the MLS on market. And you might be saying like, oh my God, Zach, Zach, 
Oh my gosh, you don't like MLS. You tell most people starting out not to get into MLS. Where do you tell guys? I speak for whole the wholesaling industry when, when I make videos. I sometimes I make videos just for me. That's the honest truth. I don't get mad if I say it, but like I make videos for me. And in, in my humble opinion, if I look at the top 10 marketing strategies out there, tactics, lead generation strategies, MLS on market deals are number 10. And Yes, I, I for most people, I don't think the MLS is going to be their best bet. Like, but when you kind of get into more of a advanced tactic, yes, uh, you can wholesale on the MLS. We're not the biggest fans of it, but like we still do it, right? So, yes, number ten here, I got to put it on there because it's a great tactic. It's very little work, and if you're really good with it, and if you're a realtor, sometimes if you're a realtor, you like to do it. You got the proof of funds. It might work, you know, so I'm going to put this at number 10. I, and a lot of people, you, you know, you're like, Zach, are you being a hypocrite here? I, I'm not. What I can tell you, though, is I don't think a beginner should be doing this. But I, I think if I look at the I have to make videos for the entire wholesaling industry and got to put people like me, there are seven figures, eight, nine figures out here. It's going to be good. And if your state is a dual agency state, I think I think it's pretty good because I love my realtors out there. I know some realtors that work with me on a bunch of cash buyers. I make them hundreds of thousands of dollars. They love me. But at another end, like I'm not calling every realtor like this, but there's a lot of realtors that can be very greedy. And if they can get offered a 6% commission on my... So let's say a deal is listed for $200,000, okay? And I give a bid in there for $160,000. Okay. And you know, I think I can make five, 10 K and I offer that realtor. Uh, I offer that realtor to be the buy and sell portion on there. So they'll get 6%. I'm just doing quick math for like 6% on 200 K is going to be 12 K versus if they get, let's say someone bids them at 165, 170 with financing. Okay. And they're only going to get 6 K that realtor is going to advocate they are going to advocate for my 6%, even though it's lower because it's cash. They'll try to, you know, do all that stuff. Um, some people call it the double dip method. I I don't call it that. I I don't make videos on that per se. I just, it's called dual agency. I'm just going to call it the legal definition of it is. Um, use it, use whatever, like whatever marketing person puts their spin on it. I, I don't care. Uh, some people like sell courses on it, I, I, whatever, right? But what I'm just telling you is that realtor is going to fight so much harder for you. And I think it's really cool the way a lot of people do this. Um, so I think it's cool. So uh, this is basically uh, MLS properties on market, my lead generation tactic. Uh, I'll pop up the dual agency states for you guys, just so you can see it. Uh, in the state of Florida, it's actually, uh, you're not allowed to do dual agency. Uh, but dual agency states, uh, let me just, I'm just going to copy this and then post it on here so you know. Guys, so like I, I'm probably gonna get a bunch of comments too after this. Is like Zach, what is like? How do you do MLS wholesaling on market dual agency? Like all that fun jazz. Um, just go to freewholesaling.com. So freewholesaling.com, F-R-E-E wholesaling.com. Just go in the modules there, guys. I got probate modules. I got MLS wholesaling, subject twos, creative financing, lease options, wraps. Like like every free wholesaling has creative finance in it because. I mean, we're just, we're directing everyone to freewholesaling.com just to make it easier. Like everyone's like, where do I should go for this? Oh, here's my contract, you guys. Freewholesaling.com has it all. So dual agency states, it's going to be Alaska, Colorado, Florida, Kansas, Maryland, Oklahoma, Texas, and Vermont. Um, so anything outside of that, you can basically do this method on. Now, a lot of beginners, it's probably not the best.
just telling you out there, like as a beginner, you're going to realtors are they're They're very sharky sometimes and they will eat up a new person. I can get through a realtor now talking. If they know that I'm not a realtor, they, they might talk down to me. They, they might say a bunch of smack, right? So like probably not the best, uh, even if someone who's not an agent doing it, but um, I, I, acquisitions agents that are a, like real estate agents that work for us that we can do with this. So I'm just telling you right now, uh, those are the dual agency states. Not the biggest fan of them, especially when you're starting out, but I'm telling you, um, it, it's pretty good. It, it ain't bad, you know? So uh, that's number 10. Number nine here, this is going to be networking slash JVing. I'm telling you right now, if you're getting deals sent to you, it, it's it's amazing. I, I make hundreds of thousands of dollars networking and JVing with people. And that's a big reason why we have this channel. We make a ton of money with people sending us deals. It's great. We love it. You know, it's a win-win. You know, it's great. People know about me about wholesaling, which I don't really care about too much, but the education's nice, just changing the industry. And then people send us deals. It's great. You know, you got a deal. I always tell people, you got a deal in Port St. Lucie. If you have a deal in Indian River, St. Lucie, Martin County, or Palm Beach County, go send it out to me. Uh, just email support at Flip with Rick. Uh, we'll get it sold and make a bunch of money together, right? So like, that's one thing. Like I always, like everyone asks, why do you this channel? Like I make probably more money doing JV than I, I could probably make more money selling courses if I wanted to be that type of person, but I'm not but like, I make probably equal amount just networking with people. And it makes me feel better. Cause I'm a wholesaler. I'm trying to get everything. I don't have anything to sell you guys, but uh, networking JV is going to be really good. So you might say, Zach, I don't have a YouTube channel about wholesaling with all these people that send you deals. Like what can I do? Right. Fine. Right. Right. Like I, I not everyone can do that and I get it. Right. So I do it cause I love it. It's a hobby for me. You know, some people like, you know, playing disc golf on the weekends. I like making videos about wholesaling and, you know, I make money doing it because people send me deals. So networking JVing is going to be really powerful. How do you do it? Guys, I have a Facebook mastermind. Um, it's a wholesaling, it's the largest wholesaling mastermind in the country. It's called Wholesaling Houses for Real. All you really got to do is go to Facebook. I'll pop it up for you guys just so you see it. Everyone asks, you know, like what's the best networking opportunity? Well, I'm going to humbly say this. I think people that follow the way that I show wholesaling, you know, be ethical, just give everything out for free. Don't have ulterior motives on trying to sell you guys on like courses or mentorship at the, at the end of anything. It, it, it's, it's crazy. Like I, I don't believe in any of that stuff. And I feel like a lot of the stuff we teach is we try to make this business very simple to a point where it's, Simple. I, that's the only way I could really explain it. Like we, we don't try to complicate this business, no mumbo jumbo. So what we do is we share everything for free. And so I created a mastermind. Um, it's absolutely for free guys. So I, I don't sell anything in it. Like I literally, I, it, this is, it's not even my group. This is a group for the people. This is the people's group. That's the way I kind of look at it. Now, if, if you try to sell something, you, you try to, you know, push your $10,000 marketing, um, system to sell an like a crazy like ppc product like i'm you're not going to be in the group because the group only has three rules um no gurus no selling just value right so uh we almost have forty thousand people hopefully soon and uh basically like you hop in this group like there is people from every walk of life on here for wholesaling real estate so the question is like how do i do networking how do i actually get networking opportunities i'll just like just provide value and give your feedback on stuff in here. It's going to do really well. And that's how you network with people. So 
for example, I'm just going to go in the comments here. It's like, uh, like is Trubial Surge as accurate as batch leads or props? I'm like, somebody asked this. I say no, but it's free, right? And then like, you got people just talking in here. Um, you, you know, like you got people talking here and then they, they give their information, right? Like to the ones doing it virtually, what markets are you in? This guy's talking about the Rust Belt's really good. This person's in San Antonio. Like if I'm to hit up Wolfpack Biz, he's in San Antonio and I want to network, I'll just go message this guy, right? Like I'll go message him, add him as a friend, say, hey, you're in San Antonio. Let's meet up. You know, you know, like that's the stuff you got to do. And there is thousands and thousands and thousands of people joining every single week, literally thousands of people every single week joining that mastermind. Um, so it's a great way to go network with people, just participate. Um, what's probably the you know, only one better way to do it and talk to the active people. So for example, like I'm just looking in the YouTube comments really quick here. Like I'm just going to like just sift through here. Like we got so many awesome people in the comments, like plug me radio out here. Plug me's in New York. Like if I'm in New York, probably, you know, help them out. You know, Monica out here, Houston, Texas. Like this is like the stuff we're talking about. Right. So I'm telling you guys like networking and JVing and getting sent you deals. It's just about having connections. That's it. Like, for example, like if I'm just going through here and like I have, let's see, a creative finance deal, but like the one I was doing yesterday and I don't know what I'm doing, right? I can go hit up William over here who does, uh, a, he's a, he's really good at creative financing. Go hit up, he'll probably JV with me, right? Like if I'm brand new and I send William a deal and it's in his market or whatever markets he is, I, I know William messaged me, I gotta get back to him, but um, I would probably like send him a deal, right? Like I would just go 50-50 or he'd probably do something nice for it. Like I'm, I'm just like, I'm like, this is the stuff I'm talking about. Like these people send you deals and can do deals with people. Like it's networking and JVing with the age of the internet. It's absolutely amazing. Um, it, it's, I, I can tell you right now, it, it's great. So, and you know, you bet you're really like, so I'm telling you, it, it's a family in that group in the comments, like everyone's on here giving value. Um, it's awesome. So guys, this is what I got to say. Like networking and JVing is probably the easiest thing to do now. And I implore you guys to try to network with at least like three, four, five people, you know, um, every single day that's maybe new and put them just in your Rolodex of like people in markets, right? And they'll send you deals if you can prove you're doing good deals, right? Like, you know, I got one ton Patriot, like I know he's in uh, California. He, I think he's moving, he said, but like, you know, if I got a deal, he might help me out, you know, and we can all break it down. So guys, I'm telling you, networking JVing, really good opportunity. I'm telling you, this is stuff you got to be looking at. Uh, next here is eights realtors. And it's the same thing as MLS and networking. I call it a little different. Also people call it networking, JV and co-wholesaling. Um, keep in mind though, I, I will say this. I believe networking and JV to be a wholesaling thing. So next here's realtors and realtors are great. Love our realtors out there, right? Um, I always, the butt of jokes sometimes are realtors just because a lot of them like to disrespect uh, wholesaling. It's always fun, right? So what I, what I can tell you though is with realtors, they send so many deals, so many cash buyers to me. I, I'm making realtors a ton of money in my market. And uh, I'm telling you, like we have one one realtor in our local market, like he's 100% like top 1% of all sales in St. Lucie uh, on the Treasure Coast basically. And he and she... I'm not going to say the names, but like they bring us a bunch of buyers. And then like, I know like in Indian river County, like I know a realtor there, 
I, I've sent him so many deals and he's made a ton of money and he brings sometimes buyers. Sometimes he's the buyer, right? Like that's one thing I always want to tell people. Like you look at the top realtors in your, in your County, those people, like, I, I don't have a scarcity mindset. Like you look at the top realtors, like the luxury people, these luxury people, they're making like one to $2 million a year in commissions. And they're probably netting like maybe six, seven, eight, maybe a million. I know some realtors in my local market, they're netting like 10, 10, you know, like, they make a ton of money. They're in the luxury side. Like it's a different business. I get it. But these people making, you know, a million dollars in commissions as a realtor. What do you think they're going to do with that million dollars? Right. They're going to probably invest in real estate. And these people understand what a good deal is or not. Right. So the top realtors sometimes are really good cash buyers and they understand wholesaling like the good ones. They understand wholesaling real estate. So I'm telling you, this is a, it's a really good opportunity uh, number eight here, I'm going to put realtors on here. Absolute killer. I tell you, it's really good. Number seven here is Facebook Messenger lead strategy. So what's the Facebook Messenger lead strategy? So a lot of people like SMS text blasting, cold calling, like everyone knows, driving for dollars, all that fun jazz, right? What I can tell you though, is a lot of you guys aren't reaching sellers. And so let's say you send a text, an email, whatever on a driving for dollars lead and you mark like, Let's say I do a drawing for dollars list of like hundred and I got a hold of like 60 to 70. What about those 30 people? That means every single other wholesaler that is trying to contact that driving for dollars lead and they're not answering their phone, their text or email, whatever. They're not answering it. And probably because the, maybe the skip tracing is bad. So like if I use batch skip tracing, prop stream, true people search, and no other wholesaler can get to that person. That means that's just a deal right there that no other wholesaler is getting to. And how do I get to that person? Skip, skip, even the best skip tracing can be wrong. Just search them on Facebook. If their picture of them is on there and they say like, I'm doing like a, I don't know, a lead in Miami. And it says, you know, John uh, Carlos Santiago, the fourth, right? Or like whatever name in Miami. And it says he lives in Miami, right? I'm like, that's probably him, right? Just Facebook messages, this, Facebook messages that person. Because you know for a fact like nine, over 95, 90% of Facebook messages are like seen. I know I'm the 5%, but uh, I, cause I get so many, but the thing is most average people with the Facebook, they'll read all their messages, right? Like it pops up huge on their notification. So Facebook messaging those people that no one else is getting to, it's really niched out. I, I know that, but you can do at least 50 messages a day. If you do like 30 a day on the leads that no other wholesaler is getting to, if you get to only one of those people, that's one extra contact per day for three. That's 365 contacts on people that are, that no other wholesale is getting to. It's like, I'm telling you, there's so many deals from that and you can do 50 a day. <sighs> I it's guys, it's amazing. Um, so Facebook message, like it's killer. It's basically texting, but a different type of texting, obviously it's free. It's great. Right. Um, we, we kind of break that a little more down freewholesaling.com, but Ooh, it's a good one. It's a good one guys. Number six here, again, more of an advanced strategy. For the wholesaling industry, I put it at number six. It's easily top three for me. But direct mail is amazing. And hands down, cannot stress this enough, direct mail as a lead generation strategy, is it's amazing. It ain't going away. Everyone thinks direct mail is going away. I mean, the government needs it for money, so it's a really good one. And... I use a lot of direct mail. Again, if you want to learn about direct mail, exactly like my entire breakdown of it, 
you know, my, my exact, uh, scripts, everything like that. You know, my ad copy, I give it out all for free. You just got to go to mailingmaster.com. It's all in there. Um, mailingmaster.com. Yeah. You guys see the link below me, but, uh, that's our free direct mail course. I made it separate from freewholesaling.com because our number one lead generation strategy is direct mail and direct mail is completely different type of acquisitions. Like everything's kind of a little different when using direct mail versus regular wholesaling. So uh, we decided to make a direct mail course and it's mailingmaster.com. It's a free course, but like it's kind of tailored towards more in advanced investors because freewholesaling.com is really like it's free wholesaling. You know, it's got basically a beginner can go through it and really get through everything. It, it, that's more of a beginner newbie thing. You know, it, even if you're advanced, you can get through it. And I got creative finance, a bunch of like advanced topics in there too. But like for my, you know, seven figure people or people go, trying to go from six to seven figures uh, per year, like I got really nothing for them. I feel bad, you know, like, I don't want to be known as like the person that only deals with like beginning whole, like I want to help every single wholesale on their journey. Right. So it's, it's kind of niched out. I think we only have, I don't know, 5,000, only might be 5,000 people who joined it. Cause it's kind of like more advanced versus like 20,000 at freewholesaling.com. But like, it's got a good amount of people in there and I gotta check that. Maybe it's 10. I don't know. I, I haven't checked it in like two months, but I'm just, I'm just guessing now I, I, I got to look, but like, it's at, it's over like four. I know that for a fact. Last time I checked, it was four, but like mailingmaster.com. If you want to get into mail, like direct mail, even if you're not going to do direct mail, it's a free, like literally all you got to put in is your information and then it'll send it to you because we got to email you uh, the information to log in like a course so it can track your progress on it. Uh, so I'm telling you right now, top 10 lead gen strategies, direct mail, hands down. Number six, a great, if you're a seven figure wholesaler trying to scale up, Direct mail can be a thing that helps you out. And, you know, for us, it's our bread and butter. Uh, for scaling systems, stuff like that, it's all in there. You kind of break it down. But that is how you get a hold of that. So number five here, bandit signs. I got my first deal from a bandit sign. I started out my whole business with bandit signs, really. So I, I love bandit signs. Cannot stress the importance of bandit signs. So bandit signs are like right here. Those like yellow, ugly, we buy ugly houses or we buy houses, uh, fast cash with the phone number on there. You put them where people are driving. A lot of markets those are really good at. Again, that is kind of a, a disruptive sweat equity type marketing, but it's really good. And I like it. I think it's great. It's definitely something I think a lot of people starting out should be looking at if it, if it works in your market or not. I think it's a really good one. So uh, number five is going to be bandit signs. Really good one. Uh, number four is going to be SMS text blasting. Everyone thinks SMS text blasting is over. It's dead. Whatever, guys, say whatever you want. You know, everyone's upset at the 10 DLC thing. It's like, oh, I have to put an EIN. I got to do all this stuff. I'm like, I'm telling like, it's it's not Batch or any other service like doing it. They're just trying to follow the law. And I see a lot of people say, oh, use this service. They don't require this or whatever. And I'm like, okay, use that service. Now you're using a service that isn't legally compliant. I ain't gonna, uh, you know, I'm not... I don't want to get into that. So I can only give it to you the stuff that we use and the stuff that is going to be legally, like legally compliant. And that's what I'm going to give to you. Like, I'm not going to give you like the secret hack that's cheaper, but it's kind of in the gray area of the law. And if you get sued, you get big trouble. I'm going to do that. Right. So, um, I would use like a batch. Um, I've heard launch control is good. 
I mean, I, I've used launch control. Uh, Sherpa is good. Like those general ones that like most people use that, you know, are TCP, TCPA compliant or have lawyers that look them over. That stuff I'd be using. Just be careful when you get in like the smaller ones where there's only like a hundred people using that service. Be very careful and wary of it. Uh, but again, every SMS text blasting service usually uses like a Twilio, uh, Plivio, Plivo, whatever it's called, uh, integrations on there too. Uh, so you always got to look it up yourself and do your own due diligence with the stuff, you know? Uh, number three here is going to be door knocking. Door, door knocking, I think, is going to make a comeback. You know, I don't think it's going to be the top marketing strategy, but like as a beginner, you know, people that are struggling to get deals, if you just door knock pre foreclosures, especially with equity, it's really good. Like it, it ain't bad at all. I, I'll tell you this straight up it is not a bad strategy, lead generation strategy to get starting out. It's a really good one. Right, so I'm telling you guys, Door knocking is really cool. I think it's got a lot more to go. And what is door knocking? I mean, it's basically the process of just knocking on a door, right? And seeing if they want to sell the property and then converting it from there, right? So um, I got to do some more door knocking videos, I think. Uh, I feel like, you know, that's where I have the least uh, videos on like any type of marketing channel on there. I, I stinking Facebook ads, like share how to do that too, like on, on freeholesling.com. But I don't think everyone's specifically on door knocking. Like I have some lives where I kind of talked about it, but I think door knocking is a really good one. I think it's cool. So uh, door knocking is going to be good. Pre-foreclosure leads is a really good list to be pulling on that. Um, I, code violations are, a lot of those are vacant. So I'd be careful with that, but you could door knock code violations of like tall grass and there's a car there. Uh, those are sort of like, I mean, fire damage property, no. Water shot off, probably not. But like, not probate. So, so it's like, I'd really stick to like the ones where there's some motivation there uh, and skip the landlords on the door knocking. Number two is reverse drawing for dollars. I'm telling you, reverse drawing for dollars. It is one of my favorite, like hands down lead generation strategies for people that are quote unquote struggling. It mixes the hustle and awesome bustle of door knocking with drawing for dollars mixed with direct mail. Like it's crazy that door knocking, drawing for dollars and direct mail gets merged into one thing. And this is reverse drawing for dollars. This is basically when you stick a sticky note, says, hey, this is Zach, give me a call. And you stick that in the front door of a property that is either a vacant, pre-foreclosure preferably, code violation, water shut off, like any like motivating factor. You just stick that on the property, probate, and they call you. It's inbound marketing. And they call you. It's great, right? Like I'm it's like it's the benefit of door knocking without the work of door knocking, because you just stick the note and then you do it like you don't have to go face to face uh more or less unless you go in the appointment, obviously. So I think it's really good. I, I think it is like it's really good. So uh reverse drawing for dollars is a kind of like a scaled version of it. You know, you can do a lot, and then you know, if you're using like listrei.com, um PropStream, for example. Uh, you can get like an app that will like kind of walk through it with that too for reverse drawing for dollars and for door knocking. So it works really well. I'm telling you, it's really, really good. Number one, number one, ready? Cold call. Like guys, come on, come on. Like, what, what kind of video do you think you're, you're watching for me? Okay. It's going to be cold calling. I love cold calling. Okay. Everyone knows. I, I'm obsessed with door knocking. Um, door knocking, reverse drawing for dollars, and then cold calling. Kind of that order for people that want to get started in this business. I like direct mail number two for me, but like cold calling is going to be number one. 
And this is kind of the general, the best in this industry. It's going to be cold calling. And again, I, everyone likes to demonize cold calling to a point, but you sort of look at people, how they get their first deals, their second, third, fourth. Most of them are going to be through cold calling. Why is you gain so much skills by cold calling? A lot of people like your skills talking to sellers. How do you get more skills talking to sellers and closing deals? It's by actually going and talking to more sellers in person. And you don't want to practice your closing skills on your first or second ever appointment, right? Because you're not going to be that good. And then you might get screwed up, right? So that is why cold calling, you're going to already have that hard and tough to practice there where you go and close, it's going to be a lot better. So I, I'm telling you, it's it's good. So cold calling, guys, you guys saw me cold call two hours yesterday. Got like two, maybe three-ish really good leads from it yesterday from just two hours of me just kind of just, you know, hanging out. Like I, I, like I wasn't like, like really crazy intense because I was just trying to like work with you guys, talk to you guys about the calls. It's really good. So if you see what I do in like how many good leads I get two to three, like in two hours, it's like, what can you do if you cold call five hours a day for like a year straight? Like I, like I cold call guys ever. I, I always say it a million times, but it's like I cold call five hours a day five days a week for, for a year straight when I was like 19 in college in my dorm room. It was really good. I, I, I'm telling you right now, changed everything for me. Like so much stuff changed in my life when I did that. And I can't stress it enough. Like something like that, I don't think most people should be, should be doing it because it ain't for the faint of heart. But you get out of that, it's really hard not to do deals um, after doing that. And it, you know, it's, it's just, I, I wanted it bad enough and, you know, fate had it where I did really well doing that, you know? So, uh, guys like that, that's honestly like cold calling I'm telling you, it's going to be the top one, something you guys got to be doing. And really at the end of the day, like that is my top 10 lead generation strategies. I, I, I don't really see anyone better than that out there. So like we can get in the nitty gritty of everything you guys want, but again, this is a live video. So let's kind of answer the questions we have on this, for, for example. Um, like I've said before, I do my live calls one-on-ones on Thursdays. Uh, good and bad problem is we're getting so many people subscribed, watching from YouTube, Facebook, over 40,000 people in the Wholesaling Houses for Real Facebook group, tens and tens of thousands of people on the YouTube channels, um, on my personal Facebook. We got a following on Twitch now for some reason, um, like like a flip of their Facebook uh, page. Like we're getting everyone watching, uh, which is really cool. And I'm humbled by it. The issue with that though, the, the only issue I've ever seen with that is uh, I try, I've, I was able to basically talk to everyone one-on-one that watched this that wanted to. And now I'm at the point where like, it's too much for just one day. So we're doing one-on-ones now on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Hey, if we double our subscribers, I might have to bump it up to Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays too. Uh, so I'm going to answer some questions. So, but for everyone that needs to talk to me one-on-one, you know, just to guarantee you can see me, uh, just go on the streamer link here, click on that and unmute your mic and you can talk to me one-on-one. Um, this is literally out in the public. This isn't like, this isn't in the private Facebook group. I'm just giving this to everyone. Everyone in the Facebook group can join, obviously. Um, if you are watching on the Wholesaling Houses for Real Facebook group, just go in the description. It should be posted right there. And talk to me one-on-one if you want. Again, I don't know who's going to hop on. This is public. So might have a troll. I don't know. 
just be warned when I give the streamer link to everyone out publicly on YouTube. Hey, um, we could have some trolls on here, so be uh, be wary of it. Um, I don't curse on here just because I know kids watch, but like, hey, just be warned. I, don't, I can't control what people are going to say on the other end because this is a live video, obviously. So if you have kids, just be wary. I don't know. I, I hate to say that, but like, I don't know what people are going to say at the other end. So let's kind of go from the top here and answer some questions um, and see what we can do to help the people out and really help everyone out in wholesaling real estate today. So guys, again, everything I teach is at freewholesaling.com. Check it out below and let's break it down, right? So number one, we got Josh. Josh, let's go. Let's get it. I love it. I love it. What is up? What is up? How are you guys? Uh, literally cold calling right now, pre-foreclosure and probate from public data. Better get in those, uh, better get in that, those numbers. You know what numbers you got to get, right? <laughs> So a good question here, you know, how old of a list to call if they are pre-foreclosures and or probates? I would say if it's a pre-foreclosure and or a probate, I like to stick it to at least a month or two. That's what I'd say. What's up, Fernando from Pensacola? Yo, 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 what is up? What's up, Jose? Josh, let's get it. Let's get it. Rick, what is up? April says, I need this, Zach. Uh, I can't, I just can't seem to get any motivated sellers in the list that I'm pulling. April, what market are you in? What list are you pulling? Like, let me know this information. I'd uh, love to help you. David says, it's time. Sounds like uh, Bruce, Bru Bruce Buffer over here. I love it. Um, Houston in the house. Let's get it. Uh, what is up? What's up, Jennifer? Very relevant. Awesome. Olivia, what's up? Made it. Um... Aaron says, hey, my man, uh, I'm trying to find a buyer for a lot. Who would be the best people to call? I mean, probably builders, honestly. Like, look up cash sales for land around you and get to it, you know. Uh, Musad, really want to say your name right. Um, probably not going to say it right, but I'm trying. But uh, yeah. Christopher here says... Uh, info changes based on the markets. I'd rather put out something new and fresh rather than stick religiously to something you said a while back. To a point, yeah. What's up, Ishmael? Uh, let's see here. Brad's got a question here. Brad, I'll just answer that. We don't have that video out. Um, it's not there. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's difficult, Floyd says difficult to work with, uh, most definitely here in Cali. They won't take us seriously unless there's another investor caused so many. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. If we direct a client their way, can they pay a referral fee? Yes, they, they could. Now we can't pay a realtor, uh, a percentage of the deal. We can give them a marketing fee, which, you know, theoretically could be a percentage if you want, but you know. Uh, your net worth is your network to a point, you know, like I, I don't have to be networked at all. I'll still do you know, a really good amount of money. Uh, Efren says, guys, the homeowners have to get out of the property on or before closing date. They don't have to, but for the best deals, yes. Tommy, Ty oh my gosh, look at that picture. <laughs> look at that beautiful profile picture. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Tyree Kill and Waddle. How do you cover them both? I don't know, man. I'm telling you. Die hard over here. We got the Dolphins helmet on. Got the bigger one up there. 
Um, I'm telling you right now, it's a great day for the Dolphins fans out here like me, you know. Tyreek Hill. Got Xavier Howard. Chase Edmonds. Tua. It's an exciting day um, for Dolphins fans. And uh, it's going to be good. And we got Cedric Wilson. So, you know, the Cowboys fans are going to be upset about that. But got Tyreek Hill. Let's go. But uh, we'll talk about that a little later. We'll talk. We'll, we'll quit the NFL talk. We'll, we'll talk all of a You guys don't want to hear me talk about uh, the NFL, you know. But uh, let's t- talk to the people today, and let's try to help the people out and really give value and see if I can help. So uh, let's hop some people on the chat here, and then we got some people on the comments too, guys. I uh, got the stream rod link if you, want to, if you guys want to hop on and talk, and let's go talk to the people. So first of all, we got uh, Brax. Oh hey, hey, what's going on, Zach? What's up? Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm blessed. Yo, what's going on? Appreciate you doing live, everything like that. Definitely always a help. Uh, I'm gonna try to be real quick since I'm still working right now. Uh, but um, mostly the whole text thing. I want to definitely get the text thing set up since my working hours right now are from like 9 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. So cold calling's a little tough. Cold calling my lunch break for like 30 minutes. And then from 7 to 8, try to get some calls in. But definitely want to get the text going. That way I can just get a few leads going throughout the day. Uh, In terms of setting up, uh, so Twilio, I try to get on Twilio and try to, I I don't have my LLC exactly set up right now, but um, try to set everything up and finesse my way on to see what information they would allow. But uh, it kind of didn't go through. so, and I definitely want to be compliant with the 10 DLC situation. That's very important. So, um, just trying to get that process um, started mostly. Um, that way I can expand on what I'm doing currently. Right now, luckily, I have two deals on the contract. I'm just waiting to place them to buyers. And I'm in the uh, Baltimore market. And uh, both of those deals came from following up. So, Following up on some leads from last August. So, how much? How how many deals were that? Like profit wise. Um. So I actually closed this lady's property. That was a twelve thousand dollar profit. Oh. Um, got that one in Baltimore for fifty thousand. Um. Closed it for about sixty two and a half. And then she was like, "Hey, I got another one." So got down the contract. Just trying to move that one as well. And then uh got another uh referral deal from. Somebody else I followed up with um, got that one under contract. So got two under contract, trying to move right now and uh, everything like that. But I definitely want to get tech set up because I just need those extra little bit of leads as possible to, uh, you know, help um, since I'm it. working a lot, since I'm working like 10, 11 hours a day. So we're trying to hustle out here. I get it, man. I I get the struggle, dude. I, I trust me. I get it, man. Um you know, starting out with bandit signs, like that's what helped me worked out when I was working like 40 hours a week. You know, I had my high school s- sports. I went to high school, right? Like I get it, man. Um, not fun. Um, those deals you were getting, what kind of a marketing strategy? I know one was referral. What were the, what was the marketing strategy from those deals? Uh, so the marketing strategy originally from those was, um, cold calling. Um, of course, like when oh, I had time a lot last year, I was, I got on batch dialer. Got in my 800 to a thousand dollars a day. Um, and then I recently got this job with uh, 
don't exactly want to say who, but it's a, it's a big thing. Don't say it. Don't say it. Yeah. Um, what, what list? Uh, this was a vacant in Baltimore, vacant absentee. So that's the list that I try to hit most often because there's a lot of, uh, it, it, that criteria is very large here. I know still, if I look on batch lease, 18,000 vacant properties in uh, Baltimore right now. So that's the oh my God. best thing. Yeah, it, it's a lot. So that's the best thing to hit. The lady who I contacted every one of her properties, she has three properties right now that are vacant in Baltimore. So we got, I got one done, the other on the contract, and I'll be working on another one right after that. So she just wants to go one at a time. Okay. Good, man. So, I mean, what's your question? So you're just trying to get an SMS? Yeah, in terms of like the 10 DLC thing, um, Twilio is, I, I figured like what you use to um, get everything set up with that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I just need to get my, get the LC stuff um, finally situated. It's kind of been a slow process, but get that part finally situated. Um, that way I can submit my EIN and hopefully it goes a little bit easier with things because, uh, yeah, I definitely need to get that extra little bit of marketing out there that way. As soon as I get off work at 7, I'm cold calling from 7 to 8 or like following up, uh, things like that. Have you tried SMS before? Yeah, I did SMS before when, uh, um, before the 10 DLC stuff. Once that stuff happened, um, I was kind of in my job. So I saw it happen, but didn't really pay too much attention to it. So just trying to get that marketing stream back up since I can't cold call as much. So, yeah. If you can't cold call as much, man, I'd just go in more niche list too. You know, code violations, right? Like I, that vacant, it's a good one. That's vacant's a good one though. You're like I know that, so it's tough, bro. Um, I get it. I mean, yeah, vacant yeah. is good. And also, I've had uh, I have a, a partner that I'm working with. Um, she's a property manager. So anytime that uh, in Baltimore, anytime that she has clients that want to sell properties, like right now, unfortunately, uh, a property just a fire went under fire. So um, trying to work out a deal with that too. Um, everything, make sure the numbers are right. Yeah. Um, for that. So like having, again, having a good network really helps because, you know, she gets the pictures for me in person. Um, she and has that property that she's trying to sell herself and get cashed out for along with sending me deals. So, uh, yeah, I give her, uh, something for helping me out and it's good. Yeah, bro. I mean, I just Start doing the SMS. That's all I can tell you. It's just, I think you, you've got enough deals where I think it's worth trying it, testing it out, right? Yeah, exactly. If I can get probably five, three to five good leads from SMS a week, then I'm completely happy with that. That's uh, at least an extra deal, maybe a month that I can get. And that, that helps out a lot. Try it out, man. Yeah. So appreciate you all you do, man. Learned a lot. Appreciate it, dude. I, I'm learning a lot from you. You know, like now I'm not... I know a lot of people keep telling me about Baltimore. Are you are you the Simba guy from Baltimore? Yeah. Is that your thing? All right. I remember I remember the Simba guy. I'm like, this guy keeps telling me talk about Baltimore. I'm like, what's it's, in Baltimore? Like, I know people are doing Baltimore, and then I'm like, well, you're telling me doing not, Baltimore. The, I'm the like, spread, all right. The, yeah, the spreads are a lot smaller and everything like that, but it's just uh housings are a lot cheaper. So you get um it, it's 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 interesting. I'll say that. Like my my goal is to get money out of Baltimore and of course expand to other regions. Yeah. But uh, 
yeah, you just have so many people that own houses that are abandoned that uh, don't know what to do with. Like, lady, she bought her house for t- in 2019 for about 7000 I got that one in the contract for about 18000 because she told me she wanted a little bit of return. Luckily, the house literally next door was wholesaled already for 25000 And the house on uh, beside that one as well was rehabbed, complete rehabbed, and sold for 75000 in January. So there's money to be made on on both sides. So, uh, yeah, you'll just find those uh, here and there. But like I said, spreads are a lot smaller. You just take three five three to 5000 all day long, and if you get a five-figure deal in Baltimore, that's a really good day. Bro, I get it, man. I I, I do the SMS. I, I just remember. I, I I try to remember all the people that follow me and, like, comment. I'm like, okay, now I'm, I, I can get the clues. But, uh, dude, I love that, man. That's motivational for a lot of people. I think a lot of people... I think the vacant absentee owners can be really good. And obviously they're not in Baltimore, like around the country. So I think you talking about this, it's really valuable. So appreciate it, man. Yeah. And then uh, definitely on the realtor side, uh, now that you mentioned it, um, do you just send realtors? Like you said, you just send realtors to wholesale deals. Cause I, I definitely know some realtors in the area and I've actually had a realtor actually place one of my deals um, before, but just if you having a hard time moving it at first with the buyer, just, let them check it out, see if they got any buyers for it. To a point. So, like, to obviously, like, you already know what I'm going to say, probably. But, like, I have to vet these realtors really bad because a lot of them are gonna, might even screw up a deal if they're not even okay. that. If they don't really know what they're talking about. So, you got to make sure that realtor understands wholesaling, understands you're going to make an assignment fee. And always ask, like, hey, tell me about your cash buyer. Oh, he's from, right. you know, Baltimore. He has a bunch of house flipping. He's looking to flip houses. This person's a landlord, right? Like you gotta understand. Like sometimes we're like, oh, I have a buyer who's looking to buy a house to live in, and you know, you know, it's a vacant absentee house that ain't probably gonna be good for a first time person to live in. Like you just want to stop some of that uh, those issues. So uh, vet the realtor, make sure they understand it, make sure they understand what their fee is gonna be up front, and you'll be fine, man. Right. All right. Yeah. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, yeah. So I'll get this SMS up. SMS up. I'll update, and hopefully I get an SMS deal um, here in the next month or so. All right. Well, let me know, man. Keep me updated. Use yeah, those spinner tokens, bro. I'm telling you, they'll help yeah, you out. De- yeah. Definitely appreciate it, man. All right. Keep it up. Woo! 12k on one. Oh my gosh! I'm telling you, Baltimore. I'm, oh, that's good. Like, I've got some Maryland people doing some deals. I know Prince George's County is good, but like I, I don't know. Baltimore, you do some good deals there too. So I've always heard of people doing deals in Baltimore, but like I think he's probably the first people I've met there actually like getting there. So I love it. Awesome. Uh Darwin. Hello. All righty. Uh, let's see here. Monica asks, you know, what exactly is, uh, 10 DLC? 10 DLC is basically, it's the new law. Um, I'll get the legal type of definition to say on it. Uh, let me pop it up. 10. It's basically a new law where you have to basically register your business. Um, it's basically, uh, industry led, uh, code for application to person business messaging. It's basically a kind of a code you'll get for the messaging where your texts are basically tracked. At the end of the day, Monica, like the way you got to look at it is 
you probably know this. I, I know this for a fact. Like those annoying, like call about your car's extended warranty, like that really annoying spam bot. They basically want to track it where it's like someone reports that one and they look into that call and be like, who, what company? Okay. Is that like we bought is the uh, warranty deed people. And so they can st- stop it, cut it out. Also, they can track it. We're like, if they can track that, like a hundred thousand messages got sent out from this thing, and this is a huge spam one, they can cut that off really easy. Um, it, it's kind of just more. It's for the robocalls and spam. It's not a law from the SC, FCC going after wholesalers. I, I'll straight up tell you that most people think that that is not the case. It's really to help the robocalls, but we got to follow that law because law of the land, right? Um, so. You either have to do a toll-free number or you're going to have to do a uh, EIN. You're going to have to submit to get the area code, which is going to be worth it for most people. Um, and that's how you do it. Some people do great with the toll-free numbers. Hey, I people like that too. You know, I know a lot of people that do like virtual wholesaling, like multiple multiple markets do really well with that too. To each their own, I say. But um, yeah, there's there's multiple ways to skin a cat. Water. All righty. Um, yeah. Uh, Masa basically says it. Uh, 10 DLC is a 10 uh, digit long code. It means we need to register your proper business uh, with this. Yeah, basically. That's what it basically is. Aaron. What's going on? What's up, man? Long time no see. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate they said, but I just got a question. So I got a couple questions. So basically, yeah, I have. A, yeah. So basically, I have a lot under contract, and I'm at the point where I'm trying to find the buyers, and I've been calling like a lot of agents. Do you would you recommend like any other people other than the agents to contact? Because I'm like I'm running into problem is they don't want to share out the information with whoever bought the land, and they're not they're not they're not wanting to give me it. Do you have oh, any suggestions? If I was a realtor, I wouldn't give it to you, man. Um, <laughs> ha- what kind of agents are you calling? I'm calling the buyer's agents and the uh, the listing agents on the properties that sold near it, like lots. And they're not, they, they say they don't, they're not interested in having a buyer for that lot? No, 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 no. They already have a buyer. And what I'm doing is I'm trying to get the buyer to see if, he, if he's interested in any other opportunities near that. And I'm trying to get the information through the agents. You got to look up what a value proposition proposition is, and you got to give it to the realtor. This is kind of like business 101. If I talk to a realtor and I want their buyer, they're basically going to give you the middle finger, say, you know, screw off, Aaron. I don't want to deal with you. The thing is, you have to give value to the realtor. If right, you go I- up to, if you go to the point where you say to the realtor, hey, I want to use you. I have a piece of lot and I would want you to represent a buyer and possibly be a seller for me. And it'll be really good. So you have to get the realtor paid to bring that buyer. And if you offer that, they'll be a lot more inclined to help you. Well, I they did offer. Money. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I did offer a finder's, uh, finder's fee. Would that work? Yes, to a point, but a percentage of the deal probably is going to be better. I mean, obviously, depending on how much your spread is going to be, but probably I wouldn't call a finder's fee. I'd call it a marketing fee or 
yeah, uh, marketing. You got to call it a marketing fee. But if they represent the buyer, then you can pay it, right? So technically it could be, eh, it's wholesaling to a point. So like, I'm trying to think of like some land flipping. I would probably give them a marketing fee. That's probably where you're legally going to be the best. Okay. And also, should I contact like any developers or just the agents? Yeah. Dude. Okay. Uh, do you have PropStream or Batch? No, I do not. Not, not as All of right. now. No. no big deal. Like you don't have to use it. I'm just, it's just an easier tool. Um, because you just go through cash sales on it, but that's fine. Um, I would go just on Zillow and look at the lots that recently sold. Yeah. So for example, like you looked up a lot, right? And you call the agent on there and they basically told you, I'm not telling you the buyer, right? Yeah. Basically what they're saying is they, um, they would, they're going to refer for me to list it and I, I can't list the purchase agreement. Correct. No, 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 Aaron. So what I want you to do is I do this so many times, man. So like, uh, what market are you in again, Aaron? I'm in the Atlanta market. You're in Atlanta. So if let's say I see you close the deal in Atlanta, okay? And you close the deal, let's say at 123 Main uh, Street, okay? I call you, Aaron. I say, Aaron, who's your cash buyer on the deal? You're probably going to say no, right? Yes. Yeah, I see. So how I do mean, I figure out who your buyer is? I th This, this kind of sucks, but like if I found out, Aaron, you wholesale that house, I'm going to go to the property appraiser on 123 Main Street and see that John, uh, John Buyer is the buyer. I look it up on the property appraiser and then I'm like, oh, so John, uh, so John bought this John LLC or John House Clippers LLC. Aaron, I just figured out who your cash buyer was without even asking you. And the cash buyer is going to be happy because he's not loyal to wholesalers and you won't even know I stole it from you. So it's ethical stealing to a point. So what I want you to do is look at the lot sold, look up the owners on the property uh, appraiser and then boom, the buyer's right there. Okay, so you're saying to basically search the information in the property appraiser? Yep. All right, because I, I tried to do the tax assessor, and it, it was um it wasn't letting me like put the address for some reason. It was asking for the parcel ID, and I I don't know how to find that information because I, I only property appraiser, or I'd call the property appraiser and ask how you get that. I'll okay. Help you out. All right, yeah. well, I, I appreciate it. That's all I got. I appreciate it. And Aaron, use that for like. If you if you know a deal got wholesaled, I know people do that all like the Atlanta uh you know real estate investing association. Like they see a deal got sold, someone's flashing a 15k check at this address. Just pop up the address on the property appraiser, see who the buyer is, and then add that to your buyer's list. Is that that's an ethical gray line, but like, hey, I gotta give you all the info I got, right? Um, this is stuff, you know, people charge a bunch of money. I'm just telling you, like, that's what I do. Do that, man. I'm telling you, it's killer. All right. Well, actually, I got one more question. So basically, it has to go through probate. Well, can the um, can the buyer cover the probate, or is that something that I will have to cover beforehand? So you're in Georgia. So if the seller's going through probate, well, right? it hasn't probate yet, so it's waiting to go through probate. So just have the seller pay for the probate. So what? I mean, if, what I if? They, what if they're trying not to? You can have it come out of your fee. Okay. Or you get the fee and then you pay the probate off. Right. I, I just thought I would have to pay it before I got the fee. That's what I was asking. Because what, what did I have to go through pay probate before I, before they can even inherit the property? Correct. To a point. Um, 
I'm I'm not the expert on Georgia because I know in Florida you can kind of pass through that with certain things. Not going to get into that, but um, I would. I'd never have the buyer pay. I I would. You'd have to pay for it. Honestly, like I just think of like the ways that I've. You're going to have to pay for it. So, so I can pay I, for it. Out if of I'm the- wholesaling it. I'd have the seller pay for it though. Has the seller expressly said I'm not going to pay for the probate? You're going to have to pay for it. Well, I actually told him like beforehand that I would cover it because I thought the buyer would cover it like a part of their fees. And I was thinking like it would be like a problem that I'm solving basically because like to me to help their motivation out. You can. Yeah. You ask the buyer to do it. You know, sometimes most buyers aren't willing to do it, but sure. If, if you give them a discount on it, then sure. But to have the buyer bring money up before even buying it, it's, it's going to be risky. Most buyers won't want to do that. I was just thinking about like, is this possible if I can just add all the fees on the purchase price and and then just say, and then don't tell them about all the, all the other stuff or not? Nah? I would be pretty transparent. Gotcha. All right. Well, I appreciate it. That's all I got. Of course, man. All right. Have a good one. Have a good one. Yeah, guys. I, if don't make a promise, if you can't fulfill it straight up, like I, you know, so it's like, you know, how do you get, I don't offer to pay the probate unless it's a killer deal. Like I only pay for probate if I get the property locked up. Okay. I'll get the property locked up, have my EMD in and I put an affidavit on and I get a lien on the property and then I'll pay for the probate. Like the problem is if you pay for the guy's probate and he decides not to close with you, you're screwed on the money. Like it, it gets, gets risky. Just understand like, just, just be careful. Michael. Hey, Zach. Thanks for putting me on the show. Hey, What's up, man? Uh, doing well. So I'm in Houston. Um, I'm almost financially free from a, from some Burr port, uh, from a portfolio of Burr properties I did myself. And cool. um, I started instead of deep prospecting in select zip codes, I started doing stuff broader uh, with cold calling and SMS and I have a VA and I was trying to point my marketing machine, not at properties I would take down myself like I did in the past, but the properties I could actually disposition and create some cash flow out or to to liquidate. And a lot of people here are doing that with uh, hedge funds and stuff like that. Problem is I'm hitting the list that I hit for deep prospecting that I had success with in the past. And I think for this different type of marketing, I'm not hitting the right list. So if you wanted to disposition a head fund, uh, hedge, hedge funds and you want to JV with people, what would that list look like? So you're tr- I, uh, let me get this straight. You're trying to find wholesalers and then you're going to be the middleman between them and the hedge fund? No, 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 no. I'm doing the marketing myself. Uh, I always have been. Sellers? So, yeah, I'm marketing direct to seller and then dispositioning to a hedge fund and the list that you would market to. Got Okay. Got it. Yeah. And the list okay. that you would you're market it up, to. Right? Yeah, correct. And so in the past, instead of doing high equity or absentee landlord or the stuff that a lot of newbies do um, yeah. to get great deals, which I did with direct mail and through deep prospecting, um, the lists are going to look a little bit different, I would imagine. So what I've had my VA calling and texting right now has netted nothing. 
when I change data sets. So what do you think a list looks like for these? Um, I guess you'd call them low margin deals that everybody locks up and sells to hedge fund where they can pay the highest price because they're dispositioning it to a hedge fund. Where What kind of list Bro, does that look like? High margin deals are from hedge funds too, man. Cause they pay the most, right? Uh, so yeah, I, I can only tell you what I've seen the best wholesalers in Houston do. And I kind of look at it like really simply. I know, a, I know I'm calling him a kid. Uh, shout out to Doug. Um, he's making 50 K a month at 19. Literally all he does. I, I look at people who are brand new in this business, like teenagers, cause they kind of look at it from an open mind. You know, sometimes it's old, old people. You know, I'm sounding like I'm 22, but like, you know, I got experience. Like we, I kind of look at it like a deadlock. Like it's like, it's a one or a zero. People are just like literally just he literally drives for dollars, goes to True People Search, cold calls it, and makes fifty k a month wholesaling in Houston. And then I know somebody else who just does uh, direct mail in Houston. They make a killing too, and they just do like vacants, right? It's like I kind of look at like Houston's a big market; it's a saturated mm -hmm. market. So for sure, you're gonna get killed in Houston if you just do a list that any Joe Schmo can go pull. A big opportunity right now in Houston is just land. Texas, for some reason, land's really good, and there's really good arbitrage because it's a non-disclosure state. Um, wholesaling land is really good right now. So that's something I'd be looking into. Like, You get like 40, 50K assignment fees from land. Um, I would drive for dollars, man, or do reverse drying for dollars. I'm just straight. If you're already paying a VA, it's probably cheaper just to hire someone 10, 15 bucks an hour to slip sticky notes on vacant properties and absentees and code violations and government lists and then have the calls go to you and lock it. Are, who's doing the appointments? Oh, the for my my team in the Philippines is doing it for the new strategy, for the old strategy with direct mail and deep prospecting. Uh, I did it myself. Why aren't you doing the appointments yourself? 100% um, travel, have a W-2. I'm in a different city every week. And so with the cold calling and okay. text blasting. So you're not in Houston. Right. I live ah. in Houston. I invest in Houston, but I'm 100% travel for my W-2. Got it. Okay. 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 So I, I didn't know that. So, so with, one, with my legacy marketing channel, I do set the appointments and I do lock up the deals myself. Right. But Got for it. this new thing I'm doing with batch leads and text and cold calling, I have right. someone in overseas doing it. Are you? Are you following somebody's uh, like marketing thing? Like, are you following somebody's like thing on it? Yeah, so I'm following a couple of different people, and I've tried a okay. few different things. Yeah, and are you and paying for anything? I'm not. Don't say their name. Are you paying for one, and like you're going through that entire process? Um, no. Are you okay? I just say if you're going through someone's mentorship, I was going to ask who. You can just comment. And I'll let you know if that person's a fraud or not. Just let you know if you're doing something right, but. To a point, you're pulling what? Vacants? Um, so what are the lists? For the new marketing channel, it was vacants. It was high equity and uh, tax lien, IRS tax liens. And that's okay, for IRS the broader. IRS tax liens are good. Yeah. Okay. And for the deep prospecting I did in the past with direct mail and door knocking and setting the appointments myself, I did that with direct mail and with driving for dollars. And that was in okay. very select zip codes with very select properties that I know like the back of my hand that I built a portfolio out of. And then Got for it. the new stuff where I'm going broad for the whole part of Houston trying to do an automated, I was grabbing a number of lists and wasn't having much success. Okay. 
are mm, these are hedge funds, so it's different because all of Harris County is good. Like Caddy, Texas, Katy, Texas. Yep, that's, that's where that's I live. All right, that's a great market, man. Really good. Yeah. Like, so just don't do only Houston. I'm telling you, they're like they're good ones around there. I would do IRS debt lien lists. I sound like a broken record, but I'd be pulling the government list there. Code violations, probates, fire damage properties, water shutoffs. Those are ones you should be doing. Code violations, tall grass, stuff like that. Um, it's a tough. So the VAs are cold calling them. I'd cold be doing the government. Like if you're not getting li- good, mar- I do the government lists. And I think something like you should probably should be doing too is, if you're being virtual, I want you to network with like five. I know watching this chat right now, there's probably four people in Houston right now that just beginning that live in Houston that would die to be like, have someone like you with a team to help close the deal for them. They're scared to death to talk. If you could find this, I did this with Dylan. I know Dylan hopped on here. He, he was in Tampa. There's a, there's probably three people right now. If you go on Facebook groups and this network like crazy on new wholesalers, you could probably find people drive for dollars for you for free. They'll give you those leads for your VA, your VO cold call, and you give that person half the profit. I know it's not fun giving up half the profit, but if they're giving you free leads, that's another good source too. Yeah, real estate's a team sport. Real estate's a team sport. If you have to give up How half the profit that? to get the deal done, I'm fine so, with that. I mean, if you have four drivers doing it for free for you, like I, that's just an extra thing I would do because trying for dollars works so well. I'm gonna say this too. I I'm not saying this to like I don't two point I don't care how many deals you've done because it's what you're doing in the future. But like, how many of those really good deals have you done in the past with the quote unquote legacy marketing? Uh, it was one a quarter up until this okay. calendar year. And it so, they were really juicy deals that I kept. Okay. And from percentage of those, what were those marketing strategies from? Like those, let's say four or five deals, last ones, like are they- all, all, all direct mail only in a couple of zip codes, very yeah. select zip codes from direct mail and meeting people in person and driving from dollars. Yeah. I'm mostly direct mail. So we're going to talk like, all right, we got Monica here, Houston. We got uh, LA. So these people, these people want to help and it, it, they're, they're definitely up for that. So hit those people up. You put, you got your IG on there. Um, FY, this is not a endorsement of Michael because I haven't looked at his business. I can't tell if Michael's going to screw you or not. I can only trust him by his word, right? Like I, I, I don't want to say this is like a crazy endorsement to go to Michael, but like if you want to take the risk, and if you want to go help and drive for dollars with him, he's willing to help you. Um, what I could tell you, though, is I would have people start working with you. I JV with some people. I would start pulling government lists and trying that because everyone and their mother is going to be pulling that vacant list. And not the IRS debt lien list, but if you're using, yeah, I mean, if you're using batch, I would probably, I would mix the vacants with the absentee owners. That's probably going to be a better list and then make sure the equity is high enough on there. So just a general high equity is going to be tough. Um, I do that for direct mail. It's kind of like a spray and pray type thing. Uh, We got the systems for it. So I I would probably go more niche on there and test that out if you're getting no results from what you're doing now. Okay. Excellent. And you said to type in the chat if there's any one system I've used that I've had to pay for and you would say if they're a fraud or not. Not a fraud. Or uh, no, I mean I see the system you're talking right here. 
that's not a, in my opinion, that's not a wholesaling system per less, but like, you're not getting screwed from that. Like it, I, that, that's not a fraud. Like I'm, it, you're, you ain't going to do that. And it, I'm not going to break it down, but like, you're not going to, it's not, it's not going to hurt you. Like, I don't think it's going to hurt you. Like I, I, there's just some specific names. I know like you do that, like you're going to get hurt. That's somebody in the comments you've put in. I've probably JV'd, I don't know, like 15, 20 deals with that person. Like I, I sort of what they're doing to a point. So like, I, that's not bad, but what I'm telling you is I I would probably go more niche that that, that's my opinion on it. Okay. So that system that I put that you said wasn't terrible, um, full disclosure to everybody involved. I built a portfolio of Burr properties paying for no system being a no gurus, just reading books and going on bigger pockets and watching Zach and networking at, at RIA meetups. So you don't have to pay a guru. You don't have to be in a program. No. I built a portfolio of Burr properties without a program, joined a program, tried a different system and it's not working. So I, I just want, like, I don't think you're, I don't think the system's the big issue on there. I just think you're kind of going at a, you're going after the same list everyone's going after. And that's an issue. And so I think you should be going after some stuff that no one's why drawing for dollars works so well in Houston is because you're building a list that nobody else can get, you know, no, you can't buy that list. You have to go earn that list. Um, yeah, I'd find some people to draw for dollars uh, for you with you and that might be good. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks Zach. Appreciate it, Michael. Have a great one. Boom. Like it. Now, I mean, guys, I, I'm not hating on like anyone really like, you know, I, you know, I go after some people sometimes, but like at the end of the day, it's like, if you're using somebody and I kind of look at it and I'm like, Hey, this person ain't going to be uh that person's not, like, you could join the red shirt. Like it's not going to be like terrible info, but like, it's not worth the price. Obviously like it's the same info I give out, but like do whatever you want to a point, but like, it ain't going to be like, it's going to save your life. But next here we got, what is up? What's up? Is that you can hear me? What's up, bro? How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm trying to remember. I've talked to you before. Are you in Georgia? Yeah, I'm in Macon. Yeah. Macon? All right. All right. I remember you. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I haven't been able to see your streams and stuff lately, but I kind of got like a deal kind of, I guess. So all right. I basically, I basically been driving for dollars and I got this lady. Um, It's a house and it has six lots on the house in the, well, in the back of the house. So that's like 1.4 acres, I believe. And it's like messed up. Like both the house and the the land is like the land. You have to tear down every tree, basically stuff like that. So I don't know really what to um, offer her because there's not really any comps for the land at all. Like I see comps for like land that's like way smaller than that, way smaller than one point something acres. So I know I kind of know what to offer for the house, but. I don't know what to offer it for the um, land. Also, she wants me to send a bid offer to her PO box for the property. Okay. Is she in Macon? Uh, she's not in Macon. She's actually in like Sandersville, I think. Okay. That's in Georgia? Yeah, it's in Georgia. Yeah. Okay. Um, how far is that? Uh, I can actually look it up right now. Hold on. I think, honestly, I think it's like an hour, probably. Probably like an hour. She's trying to make it, like, basically how I'm trying to, she's basically trying to make it seem like there's a whole bunch of people, investors wanting to get it or something like that. But I don't even think that's the case. 
Like, I think that's what you're trying to do, though. Bro, sellers are going to lie to you, man. I mean, I you heard you heard the live idea. I had this one seller just lie off the wazoo, you know. They're telling me that the property's worth 800K, the average house in the market, and the average, and then I look it up, it's like 80K, like they're 900K off thing. But what I could tell you here is, is it a property on six acres or is it only six acres? No, it's a house plus six acres too. Okay. All right. Is this mm. not six acres? Not six acres. Six lots, which is one point four four. One point four four acres, I believe. Oh. oh, that's easy. Um, okay. I buy houses with like 0.75 acres on it, like all the time. And mm-hmm. it's kind of floor though. There's like info lots, so like I can get a builder on that. Like they're worth a good a good chunk. Is this a rule or is this kind of like in a neighborhood? Uh it's in a neighborhood. Okay. Are those lots like separated enough where one can be a nice backyard and one can be like something someone can build on, or is it like I mean, has it's to like one? it's like a big clump. Like imagine like I don't how do I explain? Like imagine you're just like in a neighborhood, like you know how making is like it's like like you know like it's the hood, so it's like a whole like not all uh, making like the hood, but like yeah, not all. I, making, I, not I all get what you're talking about. Yeah, like, I get where it. I'm dying for dollars is so like the whole like it's like trees. Like it's just a whole yeah. bunch of trees. Yeah. Like bushes. Yeah. And it's it's like one point four acres. So it's a house and behind the house is the acre. The acre. Got it. All right. I, I get it. I there's a city north of me that's just like making like the property selling for like 50, 40 K. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of they're all older. So I would reverse try for dollars there. Like that's the only I mean not sorry, reverse uh engineer the deal. Mm-hmm. So when you have that much land, it's going to be tougher. You're just going to have to find a cash buyer willing to buy a house with that much acreage on it and have mm-hmm. as a rental or flip it. Okay. I also, really I want get... go ahead. I want to also mention uh, she she like it, it, her mother owned the house, but she died, so she went over the the probate happened two years ago, okay. and now she just wanted like to this. sell it. So I, I get like she the way that I'm getting from her like she doesn't really know like much about like how much she even wants for it basically so like i know what to offer for the house like i know that it's just the land i don't know what to offer yeah so obviously the best offer is them giving you an offer um so she wouldn't even bro let me tell you too but like she's so weird like she won't even get on the phone with me like it's weird like i'd be like like, you know, like, I want to actually negotiate the deal with her, like, to get down. Yeah. But, but she's, like, acting weird and stuff. It's, like, weird. I mean, I obviously, I would try to just meet them at the house, but she's if she's weird, she probably won't, right? Yeah. Have you able to be on the phone with her of just negotiating or, like, she, it's just that weird? Like, I got on the phone with her and, like, it wasn't to the point of negotiating with her, but I got on the phone to, like, ask her, like, about the property and you know, stuff like that. And like, she didn't like, she was acting kind of like, she was mad, I guess. I don't know what it was. Like she was acting kind of like mean. And I was just like, bro, what did I do to you? Like, I don't know. She was just acting weird though. And then when I, whenever I tried to, like the other day, she literally texted me and said, what is a pancreas? And I was like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, why are she you texting text- that? Yo, she literally texted me this. And I was like, like, like at 7 a.m. And I was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, so we, we got a we got an interesting case here. 
Yeah, Honestly, weird. man, like I'd be careful to sell her. Obviously, like I just want you to be. I don't want this person trolling you or something. But no, nah, I know it's not a troll. Like she actually, like she, I can tell like she's kind of old school. Like the PO box thing, like send her an offer bid through there. But like I just wanted to negotiate with her so that I can just beat any other investor that even wants to like, you know, send her an offer or whatever. Yeah. So what I'm saying, the best thing to do is get on the phone again. I know mm-hmm. not the most exciting thing to hear from me, but get on the phone again and say, hey, have you looked at the house in person? Yeah, I actually went to go look at it today. Like I, So for the first time, I, you know, driving for dollars, I don't remember every mm-hmm. single house that I went, but no. I had to re-go drive and go look at it again. And like, it's like terrible. Like, it's uh, honestly terrible. Like, I'm going to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get it, man. So get on the phone to say, Hey, I went by the house. Maybe like, like you said, maybe that's, that's what they say. And then talk say, Hey, I'm ready to buy this house. Me and my partner are ready to go. Mm-hmm. And how should we move forward with this? She says, go submit an offer. I'm like, well, I'd love to submit an offer, but I don't have time to go put in the mail. Have you see it say yes or no. Then mail it back. Like it, I'm not that old school. Like let's kind of, I'm, I'm old school. Let's get over the phone. So either you can meet me at the property and I can, can show you how I came up with my offer and then we can get something done there. Or we can kind of talk about right now and I can submit you an offer that you are good with over the phone. I don't want to submit you an offer that you're not okay with. Mm-hmm. So what price do you need to get out of this property to get it sold? Okay. And it, she pushes you hard for an offer. You got to give a joke offer sometimes, right? Like, say, you know, how, were you able to go inside of it? Nah, like I didn't, nah, I didn't get yeah, to man, go you, inside you're going to have to get access to it. So the cool part about this is if you're not getting inside that house, no other wholesaler is getting inside that house, which is good to a point. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get this thing wholesaled unless the uh, buyer can go through the house. Like just, right? You don't know yeah. if it's termites in there. You don't know if the, how, the roof's caving in. You don't know the structure's bad. You know, there's mold, termites, rats, roaches, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to push to basically, hey, I want to give you a solid offer. Uh, basically, you already know the like the car story. I, I tell the sellers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you guys like you're not gonna buy a house without looking inside of it. Like you don't you don't know what's gonna be wrong with it, right? Yeah. So how do I get access in the house? Do you have an aunt, uncle, brother, cousin that can help me go through it, or can you go meet me at the property? We can see it and we get something done. Like I don't need to waste your time sending an offer out because you don't even you don't even your offers aren't even gonna be legit because you haven't even seen the inside of it. Exactly. And if you can go, bro, this is about control in this deal. If you can go meet them at the house, get a deal done, put a lockbox on that house, you can just bring through as many buyers as you want and bid it up. Yeah. She is not going to bid it up without anyone walking through that house. So yeah, exactly. she's kind of, she's blowing smoke right now. Um, she's kind of lying a little, which is fine. But I would, I would push to meet in person because they can be weird on the phone, but like they can't really do much when you're in person, right? Yeah, and just get exactly. the deal locked up and, and get it done, man. Get a lockbox on there. You'll be good. Okay. And I have a, like another question too. I, sure. You said, you know, like sometimes when I cold call uh, sellers, they'll ask me like, okay, so who are you working with? But I'm not under LLC. It's just me, you know? So what do I tell them? Like, do it's I just say, do just I just me. say, just I'm say buying houses. Okay. <laughs> That, but like, I just wanted like, how, like, how do I incorporate? Do I just say, yeah, I just work with other investment partners, and you just buy houses? That's all I should say. Make it easier, man. Hey, 
I'm looking to buy more houses for cash. Okay. Who's the owner? Myself. I'm buying houses. I mean, yeah, that's what I've been saying, but I didn't know. If it's that's not uncommon. Okay. Well, uh, who's your partner? It's, I work with multiple partners on it. Sometimes I work with a partner and we'll buy the house together and we'll rent it out. Sometimes I have a partner where we'll buy it and we'll flip it. It really okay. depends what type of house this is. I have multiple partners. It depends on the type of deal. Yeah, that's basically what I've been telling them. So I guess, you know, I just answered. I don't like questions. lying. And when you lie, you don't sound confident. Mm-hmm. And so I just say the truth. When you, you sounding confident is going to be the best sales pitch. Okay. Uh, let me see. Oh, I noticed too. Um, whenever I drive for dollars, you know how on batch you can see, um, like whatever phone numbers are federal DNC. Yeah. So yeah. basically, like whenever I do owner occupied houses, a lot of them are already on the federal DNC. So I was just trying to see if, like, I talked to other people that drive for dollars, and they said just keep targeting them, targeting them anyway. But like a lot of them is already under federal DNC. So should I actually like target them or stick to like I stick I usually stick to absentee owned properties. It's up to you. Um, the do not call is sort of in a gray area. I'm not going to give you a direct answer on that because legally if they're on the DNC list, you should follow it. A lot of people don't follow it. Um, mm-hmm. To a point, it's kind of like, is it? Are you soliciting somebody for looking to buy their house versus you selling something? It's a gray area. Yeah. You just got to think if you don't call that as somebody else going to call that. Right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to give any, I, you know, if it's a DNC probably shouldn't call it. Uh, I'll, that's my lawyer answer. Um, Cause lawyers get mad when I say things. So I just, I just think when I was 17 years old, I, you know, it was illegal for me to put bandit signs out when I was 17, I still did it. And you know, now I'm here. So, um, you know, you just got to look at the pros and cons, right? And yeah. Okay. Uh, let me see. I know I got more questions. I just, I don't know. I'm trying to see. Good, man. So let me see. So how basically, this? how about you think of the questions you're going to say, I'll hop you on back again. I got and you. Just boom, boom, boom. All right. All right, babe, babe, babe. Put in the All chat right. though that you're you're good though. All right. All right, babe. Appreciate you, Zach. No worries, man. Are you back from driving? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on, Zach? What's up, man? None much, man. How you Blessed. Doing? I'm great. All right, man. Hey, uh, so I had a couple questions, but so I've been following up with like a bunch of leads, like you know, like you said, and so I've got about like three properties like put, that could be potential. Like, you okay. know? So I was doing a follow-up today and this was a property from like two years ago. And they're, they're ready to sell now. Like I couldn't get like their contact information for like the person that was actually trying to sell. But I got in contact with them today. And so they're trying to get like 250 for the property. Okay. And the comps are okay, no, okay. So the property has like a it has a pond. It has a, okay. and uh and when I was doing the comps and stuff, the the land is twenty twenty thousand square feet. And then the, the other ones are like 
9,000 or like 12,000. So like, like square feet on the lot or the yeah house? on the lot. Okay. So I I don't know how should I, how I should go about that. Well, I mean, I go by acreage, not lot percent like percentage, because there could be a three thousand square foot house on a nine thousand uh, on a six thousand square foot lot, and there could be a okay. five hundred square foot shack with a ten thousand lot. Like that's not a good comp. You, you got to look at the house and then you got to look at the land value. Okay. House value plus land value. That's how people assess properties really. What is the assessed value? And then what is the lot land value? Okay. It's so, an so, equation like that. Okay. So you're saying like the house is going to be like a different value than the land. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So like, but the, so the property has like six hair, six hairs on it though. Okay. And it has like a hundred and sixty thousand tax lien on it. Ooh. Hundred and sixty tax lien? Yes. How long um, have they not been paying on that for? Couple of years. I was looking at the Ooh. at the like at the county website. Yeah. And it's been a minute. About like twenty Yikes. years. Like dang. Yikes, bro. <laughs> dang. Um, okay. How much is the What's the ARV you think on this? Around like three three oh five. Okay. And how much do you think it's worth right now? Right now, I mean it's worth around like two two forty. Okay, with a one sixty lean. That's tough. Okay. And it's a probate? Um no, it's not it's not on probate. Okay, and how many owners? Uh, six heirs. Six heirs. Yeah, six heirs. So it's on a probate though. It's got heirs. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's already been okay. like. Oh, okay. Oh, so there's six owners on it. Yeah. Okay. So what, what's the question? So I mean, I, I'd comp it differently. And, I mean, what's the motivation for them wanting to sell it? So. Uh, so I was asking him, and then he said that um, one of the heirs, heirs used to live there, and then they left, and then like the taxes and stuff was there, and nobody wants to take care of them. Okay. Yeah. So they're trying to get rid of it. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, the, you know the girl, man. Yeah, Go to the house know. or call. You know, get locked up, right? Yeah. You're just gonna have to get six signatures. <laughs> Um, but I mean, it's the same process, right? Right. And obviously they got to understand their lien and then hopefully they got equity in it. Right. Yeah. And I'm... sometimes you can negotiate a tax lien down. Some, some, most of them you can't, but I would do some research usually on the property appraiser. You can look up how many delinquent payments there are. Okay. And I've looked that up too. Usually after like three or four, like you get, uh, you get booted pretty quick, you know, it goes to auction. So. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking too. It's it's a bunch of properties like that around here too. And I'm like surprised I, I haven't been to like auction. It's that's mm, that's weird, man. I know. It's like <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh yeah, go meet meet with the property, get this deal done. Wait, uh, I also have one more question because uh so there's this property and I was trying to negotiate it, but it's like he's like it's like five thousand dollar difference no okay 
should I just like do it? Like, should I just like? How much of a fee is it going to be? You think? The fees probably by like three thousand, two thousand. If it's two thousand, then why would? Then you lose money if you do a five thousand dollar difference. Wait, like, what's the five? Say that question one more time. Wait, I'll, I'll, so it's like, I don't know. So it's, it's this one dude. I was speaking to him about this one property, and you know, he so he's he's trying to work on it. It still needs like some work. He's working on it as he goes. So it just needs about like it just needs like the roof, and then the insides done. Okay. Yes, and and then maybe like a driveway, like concrete the driveway up. All right. Yeah. So like the ARV is like around two fifty for it. No, like two forty, like two forty, two fifty. Darwin, what what's the negotiating price, and how much do you think you can sell to a cash buyer for? I, well, I, I'm pretty sure I can sell it for like one fifty seven, and he's asking. Or one forty-five. Oh, that's that's twelve k profit. All right, I was, I was like, I think I should just go for it. If you make twelve k, make twelve k. Right. What have you tried to negotiate off of one forty-five? Have you tried one thirty? Well, yeah, he said that. That's he said definitely not. What are you like? Are you texting this person? Like, why don't you just go in person and meet them? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get like. I'm trying to follow up with him this week. Ask to just go meet the property and get the deal done. You'll right. get a lot better deals going in person than doing it over the phone. Bet, bet. You could probably lock it up for 135 at the end of the day, and then you'll make 22,000. Like, come on, man. It wouldn't be worth it spending an extra 30 minutes to an hour meeting somebody to make an extra 7K. Well, I'm really all down for that. Like, you know, I, I mean, I, right. Yeah. Do it, man. I, mean, I appreciate it, man. All right. You got this, man. Go after it, dude. You got this. Meet. Ask to meet them at the property and make sure they're ready to make a decision on selling it when you go meet meet with them. And right. you'll do it. I appreciate it, man. All right. It's up to you, man. Yeah, we go. See ya. All right. I love it. And we got Dave. Hey, how you doing, Zach? I'm good. How are you? I just got started in wholesaling, me and my good friend of mine. Um, we're literally brand new, and I was trying to get some lists pulled, some codes pulled. I went down to the county clerk's office, and I tried to get a probate list, but a lot of them just, a lot of the people just had no clue what I was talking about. Eventually, market. in my county, it's mostly... What market? So what do you mean? Where do you live? I live in New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. Are we talking Essex County? Uh, Gloucester County. Okay. Cool. All right. Now I know the county. All right. And they just, they, are, can you uh, give me the county in the chat? I'll just look it up for you. Yeah, I got you. I'll just look it up with you while I'm doing it. Um, so they're just not giving it to you? Well, I was able to get, they sent me U.S. land records, which they had like some things on there, um, 
but it wasn't like what I thought you've been describing. So I figure I'm doing something wrong. I'm not sure what though. Um, what is like exactly the process you do? Like, is it just simply going down to the clerk's office and asking for a probate list on um, residential homes? Yeah. So did they say they don't know what you're talking about? Yeah. Like straight up. They uh, had no clue. Let me help you out. So you need to direct them, put this on your phone when you go. Okay. Um, you see my screen? Yeah, I see it. Do you watch on YouTube at all? Or your videos? Yeah. Yeah. So you can see, I, I'm going to send you the link in the chat. Make sure you Thank see you, it. Man. So just pop it on your phone when you're talking to the person because when their own website has this, they kind of can't lie to you, if that makes sense. Yeah, so this is yeah. the Gloucester County, New Jersey, a state matter, submitting a will and testament to probate. How do I see it's talking about probate fees, how to apply for probate, right? All this fun yeah. jazz, helpful forms, right? Yeah. Oh, how do I find <laughs> this list? And they're like, oh, oh no, you're right. That's the th right. Right, bro. Yeah. So like, that's it. Yeah. Wow. So hey, this is what I'm looking for, you know? Yeah. And then there's the number two. You can always call instead, right? Thank you then, so much, man. Yeah. And I'm just telling I did not do anything secret. Like I just search, I search Gloucester County probate. That's it, bro. That's literally all I searched. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm so not a secret much. wizard, man. Like I, I yeah, I know Doctor Strange. I'm, I'm literally just popping the stuff up. So, <laughs> well, thank you, man. That's really all I had for now. Uh, hopefully, I'll talk to you again soon, brother. Got it, man. Good market. Keep it up. Enjoy Thanks. your content. Thanks. Tony, guys, it's easier than ever to get these probate leads. Um, and everyone thinks I do something crazy. I, legit, what I do is I just look, literally look up every single... I literally just look up what you guys got to look for. And it's usually all online. So, appreciate it. Let's get some comments in here. Um, let's see. Corey says, what's up, Zach? I have an appointment on a quadplex tomorrow and having difficulty comping the property. Would he possibly help? Um... Sure, mm, you might have to go in the stream yard. You don't have to hop on today, but put it in the private chat so nobody sees it. And then I'll look at it. I don't want anyone stealing this deal from you. Uh, so yeah. Dealing with heavy adversity right now. Don't lose your motivation, man. Keep it up, bro. Dude's got an Uzi. <laughs> Yeah, that looks like a newsie to me. And if YouTube's asking, we're talking about Louis Vert the rapper. We're not talking about <laughs> what uh what the guy from Making Head. <laughs> so we're gonna ask here, you know, have you ever gotten a wedgie? What's the story? I have never gotten one. Appreciate that, you know. I love my Twitch people, you know. <laughs> Mike says, thank you for the explanation. Of course, no worries. So you're trying to get to some of these questions. Um, all right. This is probably the comment of the day. I will give it to this person. The Finns went over their MAO to get Tyreek. Honestly, I... Probably, but here's the thing. Their salary cap was fine. So technically they went under the MAO. I gotta take a picture of that. I think that was funny though. Hold up. 
this was worth it. <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys are having too much fun. <laughs> uh, how do we ask you a question on the YouTube live? I think you wasted your question. <laughs> ask the question here below. Christian uh, says, "Where thoughts of Maricopa? It's not the sexiest one. Like it, it's a tougher one to do. So I'd be careful of that one." Sergio, I sent a contract two days ago. The seller said he will have his attorney review it, and he is now ghosting me. I've texted and called him three times. Any advice? So Sergio, I would call them on a different phone number, get a Google Voice number, go to the house, Facebook message them. Uh, usually calling on different phone numbers is probably going to be your best bet. Um, yeah. Jordan says, hey, Zach, I had to leave work, so I missed the live. Not sure if you've answered my question about vetting title companies. Ask it again. Um, and hop it on. Sniper Seth says, I am 17 years old, starting wholesaling at 17. People want to believe that I want to buy a house. What do you do if the seller doesn't take you seriously, bro? I started 17. So it's like, you know, confidence, bro. Like that's going to be your best thing. And someone might not take you seriously, but you have a partner, which is going to be your cash buyer that is going to buy the house. So you two combine together on that deal. Obviously you got enough money to buy the house, right? Like you should have all the confidence in the world. It's how you present yourself in confidence. It doesn't matter if you're, you can be 12, right? Guys, at 17, I had a, high, a way higher pitched voice, right? I was a lot smaller. I was skinnier. Like I, like, I looked a lot younger, okay? I might look young now. It doesn't, like, I have the confidence and that helps me out. Like, you could put me in a, you know, back to my 14 year old self and I'm still going to do seven figures a year because I might get less deals. Someone might, you know, not think I'm serious, but like, if I have my, cash buyer and I can prove I'm buying houses, I'm going to be fine. That's the way you got to do it. Like you can grow a beard, right? You can think you're cool. Like I, growing a beard is, is not going to make a seller go with you or not. Like it's not because someone thinks you're older. It's, it's how confident you are and your track record, obviously. So be confident, like follow the script and be, I did 17. You can do the same thing. I'm telling you, you got this. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's going on, Zach? Good. How are you, bro? Good. How are you, bro? I'm good, you're, man. Um, you're, hold up. Hold up. Uh, hold up. I just muted your mic. You might have your volume. Something's up. It's uh, it's echoing. So, so. yeah, it's, it's echoing. He's watching on his thing. So hold up. Um, um, let's um, let me kick you off and then just join back in, and it should work. All right, make sure you don't have the YouTube playing on the background. I'm going to kick you out. Just uh, hop back in, all right? All right, all right. Let me kick him off. All right, hop back in and let's talk. I'm not kicking off to be mean. I'm kicking off because usually that fixes most problems. Just taking someone off the stream and then putting it back on. Shockingly fixes most of my problems. You know, TV ain't working. I usually just unplug it, plug it back in. It's fine. Uh, my Landa asks, how do you find properties worth flipping? freeholcing.com, sackdata.com, listrai, uh, even do direct mail, right? Like it's depending on what you want to do, but yeah. Hello. Hey, is it better now? Way better. 
Okay. Okay. How you doing, that man? Fixes all my problems. I'm telling you. Turning it off and turning it back on. So, all right. <laughs> right, What's man. What's up, man? So, I, hey. So, I had a quick question. Like, I'm on. I'm on my third deal, right? The the first deal I did, it was virtual. It was in Charlotte. It was like uh, it was it was like three months ago. And after that, I had been cold for a while. Um, started paying a little closer attention to you because I've been watching you for a while. Started reaching out to the probates and um, just 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 pretty much getting access to that list just recently. But uh, I I had a question about something else. Uh, besides just consistently getting deals and keeping them flowing, I actually have one under contract now. And, um, I'm in um South Carolina, Columbia. Okay. And I have. I have one on the contract in West Columbia. Uh, I, I I did the ARV. I know you. Um, I went by the formula pretty much that you you put out there, and I know you said you would partner with people at the uh the AR if they got it at like seventy percent ARV or, or or what Zillow has it at seventy percent, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of that's kind of what I went by to make sure I was getting uh, a pretty good deal. And, and not just that, of course, uh, a couple of comps in the area, but I'm coming across a problem now to where a lot of the people, uh, the cash buyers that I'm reaching out to, they're complaining about uh, the fact that it's on like, it's, it's on pretty much a main street. It's for, it's for, it's for lanes on the road that is by. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I, I, bro. I bought in three houses last year that were like on a main street. Every city's got like that main street. Um, so it's a complaining. You probably got, I hate to say it, you probably got to put five to 10K off the price just because of that, of the value of the house. Right. Is it loud? What you, what you mean? Um, like you, you, you're, you're outside on the porch. It's loud. No, nah, it's it's not, and it's it's a it's a pretty good ways off the street. And, and not to mention oh, okay. that it, it sits on like an acre of land. So oh, it's okay. like, yeah, it's kind of. I I only got it from like I reached out to a hedge fund. I know one of the hedge funds said they couldn't buy it, and that was the reason. And um, like one other one of one of the other cash buyers complained about it, but I'm I'm starting to see it repetitively, and they're starting to scare me up a little bit. And I, I'm I know the deal, the numbers are good, but I'm like, ah, oh, did I miss did I miss it with the location? Or? The value's just down a little more. Like it's you you could still rent the thing out. So for a good, decent enough price. So there's value with that land. Just going to have to buy, have a buyer that's wanting to do that. Honestly, either it's going to be a flipper or a landlord. You just got to get some more buyers. So I would probably call the four rents and try to give it to a landlord because that's probably the person most likely wanting to buy something like that. Okay. A quick question with that. It's a complete yeah. rehab. Oh, flipper. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a complete rehab. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get a flipper then. Um, that's fine. Okay. So I do RIAs, Facebook groups, right? Right. Um, cash sales, like I think you know the drill. I think Facebook's probably yeah, your yeah. best I'm, bet. I'm a part of I'm a part of all of them. Yeah. Um yeah. Okay. There, there's a certain price where all those things sell. Always. Right. Right. So you may so you think that maybe uh just generally just probably adjusting the uh the price to uh kind of cover for those those things will, will help yourself. Yeah, I think. I mean, you get the price low enough, you're gonna get money from it. Okay. Okay, that yeah. sounds good. Man. All right, keep it up, dude. Columbia's great. Um, you're doing deals there, man. So keep it up, bro. I've I've been there a couple times. So cool city. Okay. Okay. Thanks, man. Look forward keep to working up, with you. All right. Thank See you, man. You. Get some deals. Oh yeah, love it.
Columbia is a cool city. I, I think it's cool. I've been to, I've been there twice, and then I've been to a couple uh, USC games there. So that'd be cool. All right. Um, let's see here. Get the quick questions. Nelson, big thanks for all the content, Zach. Real estate changed my life. Free content like yours helped me clear over $150,000 in deals my first year. Nelson, woo! Nelson, Nelson, what is up, bro? Hey, what's up, man? 150K. Yeah, man, I'm just just getting the, the journey started, brother, trying to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Dude, I love it, man. What, what shirt is that? Dragon Ball Z, man. Oh, yeah, I know what. I know you like the Dragon Ball Z. I yeah. need my Dragon Ball Dragon Z. Z. Dang it, man. <laughs> yeah, loving it, man. No, just big thanks to you, man. You know, so I guess if I had a question while I'm on here. So now I'm starting to scale. What What's the best recommendation for you scaling slowly but smartly to to get your business to, to you know, grow and get it where you want it to? Are you in Dallas? I'm in Houston. Houston? Uh, it's the like. I had some guy complaining in Houston. <laughs> He's like, I can't get any deals in Houston. I'm like, well, I, I, you're not the 19 year old I'm talking about. Like I, I, you probably, do you know Doug? In Houston? I don't know Doug. I don't know Doug. And that's just another 19 year old doing a bunch of deals. Like there's plenty of deals out there. Uh, let me ask you from your deals from that 150 K, what are the marketing strategies? So um, PPC and cold calling. Okay. So. I mean, I'd scale that. Like if you're asking to scale, yeah. Do what works. Don't try something that's not going to work. Yeah. Do what you're good at. The PPC is kind of like, I, that's kind of not my wheelhouse. I, I just haven't found it to be the best, but if it's working for you, man, scale that up to a point with online advertising. I have seen, I did a bunch of drop shipping when I was like a 15, 16, I made good money on it, but like there's diminishing returns sometimes. So like maybe yeah. putting 5k a month you're doing now might be, I don't know how much you're spending, but like maybe putting a 10, that might be really good. There's a point where you spend like 50. It's not good. Like, yeah, I'd scale it up slowly and see which is working and not. And then the cold calling. Are you the one cold calling yourself? Um, I do the closing of the cold calling. Okay. Who's doing like the outbound, like the, not the fun stuff. Yeah. The non-fun stuff. I have a, I have some VAs that are working for me. You already know what I'm going to say, man. Just <laughs> scale it up, dude. All right. All right. Makes the last sense. thing I would delegate though is, are you closing these deals yourself? I am closing. So I'm doing virtual. So I am closing the deals myself. All right. Well, you're the secret sauce then. So I, that's the last thing I would scale out. Gotcha. I'll scale the non-fun stuff, the income producing stuff to you closing deals. That's the hardest one to replicate. In my business, I get it. The stuff that you can replicate is the non-fun stuff. Yeah. So that's what I'd be doing, man. I appreciate it, man. Uh, I, I appreciate it. I love it. I'm working to scale up this year. So like, you know how it is when you get into it. The first year was hitting your head against the wall, learning, catching a deal, praying every night it closes. And now it's um, trying to make sure I'm a good steward with the money, scale up and, and turn it into a true business. So yeah, uh, hopefully that's what this year is going to bring. I mean, hey, you, you're getting blessings in your life right now and you don't take, keep it for granted. Keep scaling it up. But I'm telling you, man, if you in, reinvest that money into the business and then into yourself and then just not think stupid of that money. I remember I was 17. I wanted to buy all the cool stuff, but I stayed disciplined and just invested it for myself. And like, yeah. bro, I'm gonna, I don't have to work anymore. Like I could just cut everything off. I'm good for the rest of my life. Like if you keep going the path, I mean, you see it. So you got this, man. I appreciate it, brother. Keep it up, bro. Love it, man. That's inspiring. Yeah. Awesome, bro.
Keep Thanks. it up, man. Thank you. Have you. A good one, man. Thanks. Woo! Let's go! Come on. Let's get it, guys. If that doesn't pump you up, I don't know what else is going to pop pump you up. Come on. Woo! Hello. Oh, what up? Hello? What up? How are you? Good. How's it going, Ty? I'm blessed, man. Is there an echo? What? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, I got a question about a property I have out in Hudson, New York. Um, do you do any deals out there first off? Have you, have you done anything out there? Hudson Valley? Uh, it's like you're near Hudson River okay. in New York. I guess it's like a getaway place for not a lot of New Yorkers. They go okay. up there. And um, anyways, uh, I got a seller out there. She's going through Chapter 13 bankruptcy. And she did the bankruptcy in order to stop her pre foreclosure. And she's 13K behind on her taxes, 50K, or sorry, 13K behind on her mortgage, 50K behind on taxes. So um, I set up with her and let her know that we can do subject to um, because she's asking 220K on top of that. Um, she's open to doing subject to, but the upfront cost and entry fee would be about 90K. Isn't that a little bit high to enter a deal like that? You could. I, do you want to put 90K on a deal? I, I wouldn't do that. Um, yeah. Let, let me think about one more time. So 220 is what she wants to sell for? Yeah, 220, but she's okay with doing, with us taking over the, the mortgage, so doing subject to, and her monthly payments on that are about 425. Um, so we're pretty much okay with that, but we would just have to pay 13K to get her caught up on her mortgage. And then she has uh, 50K in back taxes. So we're trying to negotiate that back taxes down a little bit. I don't like, a, I don't like sub twos if it's over 15K. No, there's someone could tell you they like 50K. I don't, with a subject to, I don't like putting risk into it. And risk is that money you put up front. You could do it the right way, obviously. Okay. Um, I would prefer, I don't, I gotta look at New York for lease. I would rather do a lease option. I'm a lease option guy, I'm sorry. Where okay. I would offer to, I would put 240 on that price, you know, right? 240 for let's say 10 years, right? It's creative finance. I would give her 5K up front, pay her a monthly fee for five, seven, eight years, whatever it is. Okay. And then cash her out at the end. Okay. And then I'd have a rent to own person in there okay. for 15K, really good arbitrage in oh. there, and then do a fat fee at the end. Um, What's your goal for the deal, though? Are, are you looking to cash flow? Do you need money? Like, what's? Yeah, I'm just trying to get my first deal under my belt. Basically, looked at the Airbnbs around the area. This is about like a 55% occupancy rate, uh, according to Air DNA, and it's like uh, the Airbnbs around there are going for about 300 a night. So the cash flow is looking pretty good uh, for Airbnb, but the, the occupancy rates is not there. Are you, uh, what's the property worth right now to a cash buyer? Uh, she has 80K in equity, but uh, according to Zillow, it's about two, 
230, 230k. Okay, if he needs repairs, it's probably not a good wholesaling deal. Honestly, okay, so the wholesaling route's probably Sorry? not going to be there. The wholesaling route's not going to be there. Yeah. I kind of have two rules I always look at, like these deals. It's always a flow chart because that's how my you know brain works. So wholesale, no. So now you have two options. You have a lease option or subject to. There's other creative finance, right? Seller. This is probably a better seller finance deal, but if it has a bunch of equity, I'd go lease option. If it has no equity, um, sub two. This looks like a lease option to me. I got to check New York. Um, I'm pretty sure you can. I'm not a lawyer here, so I, you pretty much got to go through a lawyer for this one. But I would probably do a lease option, bro. Straight, like, you probably get a good deal. Do you know what that yeah, is? Yeah, I'm not lawyer. Go through com. Please, I would be renting it out. And then she, she would be, uh, I'm sorry, I, can you hear me now? Yeah, you're lagging a little, which is, I mean, it's fine. Um, go to freehosting.com yeah, right and kind of break it down. You're good, man. Don't complain. You're, you're driving, man. I get it. Uh, okay. Lisa, go to freehosting.com and break it down. I'm most likely looking towards giving them a down payment, then finding a rent to own that will give you a better down payment. You, let's say, for example, giving them $1,000 per month. And then you find someone to live in there that gives you the 15 k down. That's for 1400 a month. And then you agree to buy it with her for 240 in five years. And then they agree to buy it for 280 290 in five years. And then you're making five k in the beginning. You're making 500 a month for five, seven, eight years. And then you're making an extra 30 40 k on the end. That's a thick deal. That's really good. You're not taking anyone's mortgage over. It's a lease with an option to buy. It's pretty much legally good. Um, subject twos can always get iffy um, sometimes. So you're legally protected there. You're cash flowing and you can make the money. Uh, that, I, I prefer that. Okay. Okay, cool. Sorry about that. Now, if you say the O. We're on the road right now. Yeah, you're good, man. Um, just go through freeholcing.com. Now, if she owed 210K then I'd be looking at a subject too. I just, you know, there's too much equity in it. I, I think a lease option or seller finance deal would be better. Okay. I'll check it out and check out the website. I appreciate everything that you right. do. And I love the intro, by the way, it gives me hype all the time. All right, man. Keep it up. Appreciate it. Take care. Here we go. Woo! I like, guys, you know, like, I, I'm a wholesaler first and foremost with a lot of stuff I teach because that's where most people need the most help and that's where the most money's at. But again, creative finance is an insane play and we, we do teach that too. Uh, we're obviously going to be teaching more and more of that uh, in the future. But again, like, I'm a real estate investor more first and foremost. I am, everything's I'm like a wholesaler. Like, I, I'm a wholesaler. I'm also a real estate investor. I'm mostly a real estate investor because I do multiple fa facets of the business. So I do all of it. Okay. So like I, you know, Renaissance man for real estate. I don't know, but like house flipping, wholesaling, wholesaling, sub twos, lease options, mobile home rentals, 
regular rentals. Like I guys, it's all even general business to a point like on multiple businesses, right? Like a lot of finance stuff too. So like I've seen it all. Most of the value I can give to the people through wholesaling. Um, and that's where I mostly talk about because that's mostly what I do all day. Um, but I'll talk about any questions I got for real estate in general because I'm always here to help. Jordan, uh, go on YouTube. Um, that's where the link's going to be. And just go in the live chat. Not sending to the, to the lobby. Try incognito or just hop on tomorrow. Uh, for now, it will be in the... Uh, it will be in the Facebook group on the uh, announcements tomorrow too. Sniper says, says, I've seen one of your videos that you closed the deal in Port St. Lucie. I currently live in Port St. Lucie. If you find a deal in Port St. could I ha possibly have you as a cash buyer? Yeah, or just JV with me. Jordan says, I found one title company. They said they do it all. They said they work with wholesalers and work with whole state of California. How do I further into if they're solid or not? Jordan, go to freewholesaling.com. Again, I sound like a broken record every time I say it, but like go to freewholesaling.com. Right here, freewholesaling.com. And it will break down. Rick literally has an entire video. It's 15 minutes long of exactly like word for word. To a T, exactly. I, I'm legit, exactly. How to vet your cash buyers, the right questions, the scripts, everything. It's all in freewholesaling.com. It's literally all in there. Tony, guys, that's where it's at. My Lana says, How do you all right, answer that one? Zach, I know you made some deals today, but what about did you lift? Oh, yeah, I worked out, I think, one. Yeah, I. I surprise I get more energy when I work out before I do my live stream versus after. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, worked out today. Woo. <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah, had a good workout. Always love it. Um yeah. My wife thinks calling on a different number will scare them. It's if they're um if they are ghosting you, you have to. Corey says I plan on using the volleyball method, the price tomorrow if they want me to make an offer. If they want you to make an offer, you might have to give a lowball offer, but that, the joking one, you've seen how I do it. Yeah. Is it okay to use a tax link list online that was last updated two years ago? I'd probably not do that one. Hmm. Pull list market, follow up, close the deal. Yeah. Pretty simple. Let's see here. So this is a good one here from Sean. You know, um, you have to know what the buy box is for the hedge fund. That's 100%. So Cody says, uh, how do you close the end deals 
with the VAs working the deal at the beginning. So you basically kind of hand it off to you where the VA will cold call. They say, yes, okay, so well, someone in our department, somebody on the team is going to go reach you. For example, if I was a VA working for you, Cody, I'd say, oh, that's great. You want to sell the house? Well, let me get some information from you. Cody's going to be talking to you. Is it okay if she calls you You know, tomorrow to go talk about the deal or something? And then boom, then you call, hand it off. That's how you kind of work it with the VAs. JD says, kudos to Zach for continuing to give out great free content. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. Oh. That's it, guys. So that is exactly how to get lead generations. I'm telling you, this is my top 10 lead generation strategies, tactics, marketing, whatever. The question is, are you going to take the action out here to start generating leads and change your life for wholesaling real estate? Hopefully, you guys can do it and hopefully get it going, guys. See you tomorrow with Rick and have a blessed one, guys. Smash the like button and subscribe and we'll see